go. Hello, you beautiful humans, and welcome back to the Hope Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Marissa, and I have two very special guests with me today. Um, it's, it's a trio today, which we've never had, so I'm super excited. Um, so today I have joining me Soul Star Energy Collective, Allison and Mandy. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. You, I am absolutely pumped. I feel like my, the corners of my mouth are like starting to hurt because I'm just like so excited. <laughs> um, so Allison and Mandy, once again, we got connected through Instagram and I think everything happens for a reason. It's just crazy how much people have been brought into my life through Instagram. It's wild. Um, but they are intuitives, energetic healers and teachers And they offer a range of intuitive development courses along with soul readings and energetic healings. So I was telling them before we started the podcast, I haven't really had any like readers or energetic healers yet on the podcast. I've had um, Kyla, who was like a breathwork type somatic healer. So I'm really excited to hear just more about this world with you guys because I'm quite new to it. Um, I only really discovered this type of, I guess, work or healing or whatever you want to call it, like this year, really. And it's just opened up so many like avenues for me. And it's just been really cool. So I'm just excited to share with the listeners a little bit about just everything that you guys do. So I, I would just, yeah, really love to hear like what brought you here, what connected you guys, like just tell us all the things. Yeah, that is, um, like you said, like everything kind of happens for a reason. And I think that once you start picking up the breadcrumbs that are being left for you, like being guided, then like life sort of just magically happens for you. And that's sort of what happened to us. So Allison and I have, we've always been interested in like spirits and psychics and mediums, you know, that was the, like the level of our knowledge though, was like, we always went to the same psychic for our annual reading and, you know, getting insight on our careers or our paths or our families or whatever, whatever that was. Um, and then we, uh, were reconnected because we were coworkers and then we reconnected, um, and started like talking a little bit more about this sort of stuff and sort of started developing our own intuition together through teachers and mentors. And the reason why we love talking about this is because everybody is intuitive and everybody can develop this energetic gift, this energetic skill. It is not like meant for specific gifted people that enter this world. Cause before we were yeah. like, Oh my God, there's a medium. I wish I could do that. We can do that. Like we, you can do that. We can do that. So because of our interest, we started developing this, this skill together. And the way that you shared, like how you, you're sort of just stepping into this world. I think once you really start to develop your intuition and learn how to connect within to find the answers within it really opens up this beautiful healing journey but it also like it just like it's like a deeper layer of like your life like you're accessing deeper layers and things are just get super super magical once you start once you start doing that it's like it's like you're remembering your soul it's like your soul is in you and it's just waiting for you to be like start having these like little like oh, what's going on here? Kind of like where you're at. And it's like this, like you start coming back and remembering your soul and where you, your soul is actually from and how powerful your soul actually is. And so it's like, it's just sitting there being like, remember me? I'm like, I'm here. I've lived the infinite lives. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and really empowering yourself to go 
within and do the healing work that you need to do. Um, that is being called for you to do, uh, because we all have struggles in this life. We all have lessons to learn in this life. And when we're aware of what those lessons are and how they're showing up for us in this lifetime, um, you can start doing the healing work at a deeper level, like an energetic level. So of course there's the, the surface level where you're, you know, you're aware of it and you're struggling through it. But once you're aware that you can access deeper layers and move through it energetically as well, it's just an uh, extra way to, to start the healing process. So they kind of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, you guys are so cool. Um, I just love that you, yeah, you wanted to dive more into that world. So you were like, Hey, let's do this or let's try this. And you guys started to feed off that energy together, which is so awesome. Um, I like what you mentioned. It about, yeah. It yeah, definitely totally. helped doing it together because like, you know, there were so many times where like, Oh my gosh. And you could celebrate it with somebody. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. nobody else would understand when we would have like a celebration. If I told my husband, he would look at me like I had three heads. Yeah. <laughs> and what she's referring to is like the validation that you get from spirit, from, from your spirit guides, mm-hmm. when you're, you know, you're asking, or you pick up a breadcrumb and you do the, what you've been asked to do, or you you're feeling called to do something and then you do it. And then you get the validation for it in real life. Like that's, that's huge. A, it's huge and it's amazing. And it is, can, can be a lonely journey for those that are going into spirituality or kind of diving into spirituality or energy on their own, because it is also a, t- a taboo subject. Like a lot of people think that if you're spiritual, then you're religious and you're, or a Bible thumper, for example, and <laughs> like, they don't understand because there is like a lot of things that are mystical and, you know, mysterious about this type of work. Mm -hmm. Um, and so people can be very judgy about it. So I know when I first started learning about it, it was an individual process and I didn't, um, I didn't share it with anybody, not even my husband, because I didn't feel safe to share it. And that's actually what we would call a witch wound. So past lives, if we refer to past lives, you know, that's something that a lot of us were, um, you know, burned at the stake or, you know, ridiculed, or uh, we had to suppress our ability to connect to energy in different lifetimes, because of because of what happened, you know, in the 17th century to, because, you know, back in the back way back then, like energy healers was how you healed people, you plant medicine is how you healed people. And, you know, over time, we just got moved away from that more into the Western medicine, and got stuck into the to the system of the Uh, pharmaceuticals and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, we're really being called to go back to that, um, back to that part of ourselves where we hold all this knowledge and all of these experiences from our past lives within our, within our souls, within our DNA. And we're just like activating and accessing and remembering. So when you work with us and you do courses with us, we're not teaching you anything. We're just allowing you to remember and to unlock the Mm -hmm. inner knowings that you already hold within you. Yeah. 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 That's incredible. And on that same note, like, do you guys find or feel like, because for me, and the same thing, like, I'm only just getting into this kind of stuff now, but I'm feeling like more people around me are becoming more aware of it. Do you feel like more people as a collective are waking up a bit? Or is it just like when you're in that world now, you see it more kind of thing? It's, it's both. So definitely, I would say we are at a time in earth's history where 
we are specifically coming online um, and people are starting to remember. Uh, we're in the shift um, within humanity of shifting through different dimensions. And so a lot of us have come to incarnate to help raise Earth's vibration to help this kind of shift. So more and more people are awakening kind of understanding. The other part of that is, is once you kind of step into that energy, it's energetically you start to attract more of like-minded uh, people. So, um, you know, one of the things when I first kind of started getting into this, I remember you start to, because your vibration starts to change and you start to maybe lose people that were part of your life that no longer serve serve you and you start to gain more people get just drawn to you um, that are in the same type of mind space and vibration. Um, when we think about vibration, I always look at it as like, like a radio station. Um, and so if you are, if you've moved your kind of like um, frequency. frequency up and you don't match a frequency anymore with somebody else, you, it just tends to kind of like drop away, right? Because you just don't, make sense anymore. And I, and I've struggled, I know I've struggled with that in the sense where I'm like, man, like, can I just go back to being that person so I can be friends with this person? But like, you know, or my family or anything like that, you know, because all of a sudden we're just not on the same wavelength and we just don't see eye to eye on things anymore because I've shifted my vibration. But in the same in the same sentence of that, I'm like, but I've, I've made new connections and new friends that are like beautiful. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing how that all kind of works. Mm -hmm. Right. Totally. I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. I want to touch on the topic of souls because I like, okay. So this time last year I had done nothing in of this type of work, no energy healing. I had never seen a psychic or a reader, nothing. And I, just thought of myself like I was still very much so into like identifying with my body and I really just was on a I think ego surface of who I thought I was in this body right like that's all I really thought of and now even just chatting with you guys and like all the other people that I've kind of connected with I understand that yeah like you were saying we're all souls so can you just like explain that a little bit to maybe people who have never ever like maybe they're listening in and they're like what the hell are they talking about <laughs> Totally. And they just never dove into this type of stuff, right? So can you just give like, yeah, just a nutshell of like, what does that just, what does that mean? Yeah. So if you think about it, uh, the way that I think about it is that, so our soul is infinite. It doesn't like, it doesn't die. Our bodies die. Our soul lives on forever and it has more and more experiences. So you can think about it like our soul, we're just here having a human experience. So our soul, before we incarnate into, um, into this body, into this life, we are on the other side and we we're basically planning out our whole life before we come in. So we plan our body, we plan our lessons, we plan our families. We're, you know, working with other souls on the other side and we're all sort of like, working together. And the whole point of coming into this incarnation is to learn lessons, to evolve as a soul, because on the other side, all there is to know is love. Like it's just love. How are you supposed to evolve as a soul? If all you get to experience is love on the other side. So they've created this earth school for our souls to come in and incarnate, to learn lessons and to evolve as a soul but the fun part there's so there's two fun parts of this, <laughs> two challenges I'd say 
is that you come in with human amnesia. So you don't remember what your lessons are. You don't remember who your soul family is. You don't remember the other side at all, but you also come in with free will. So you come into your incarnation and you have, you'll have lots of little lessons that you need to learn throughout your life in order to guide you to where you're meant to go. But you'll also have themed lessons throughout your life that you're meant to to learn in this lifetime so that when you go back to the other side, your soul can evolve. And, um, and that was the whole, that's the whole point. Um, but through our lifetime, we have free will. So we might have, and we've planned everything out before we've come. So this might be like a little bit hard for people to, to grasp the concept of. Um, but it, to me, when I heard this and to when Allison, I think when you heard this, like it made it made complete sense. And it was like, oh yeah, that, that feels right. Like that, that resonates deeply within me. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can think when you have a lesson, so the free will kicks in. So you have a lesson, say your lesson is to just tie your shoes, for example. So my main lesson in this lifetime is to learn how to tie my shoes, just a basic lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but my free will is like, okay, how am I going to learn how to tie my shoes as am I going to learn, you know, the bunny ears or the swoop and loop, or maybe I'm going to avoid this lesson my whole life and not actually Ever learn. actually ever learn how to tie my shoes. So that's where free will kicks in is that you get to decide a, how you're going to learn that lesson and b how long it's going to take you to learn that lesson. If at all, if at all. And mm-hmm. if you don't learn that lesson in this lifetime, that's okay. There's no judgment on the other side. It was just like, okay, we're going to try that again in a, in a different lifetime. I'm going to set myself up differently. I'm going to pull in different support or different guidance, or I'm going to make it more clear or something like that. So you're just going to give it another go. Um, does, does that make sense? No, absolutely. <laughs> and that's the thing, like you said, I think it's, it's initially hard to wrap your head around that, right? Because it's yeah. such a like, whoa, hang on a second. But that's the thing. Even when I was starting to learn more about that, the more I saw with that, the more I was like, okay, this is all starting to make sense. And then you start to look at the things that you've maybe been through or like, yeah, the lessons that you're learning or, yeah, like the hard times you're going through and it's like, okay, it's kind of starting to click in a way. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I, I found it very comforting in that sense when you could kind of zoom out and look at your life in that perspective, that this is one very small part of the many lives that you are a part of. So it's not your one and done and I got to make it perfect because this is the only lifetime I have type of thing. Like your soul on the other side is like, okay, I'm coming here to do this and then go on to my next one. Um, and to me, I found it very comforting. Like I could kind of zoom out and look at some of the small things happening in my life and be like, does that really matter? Like, why am I completely obsessing over somebody treating me this way? And I can't let go of it. Doesn't matter. Or understanding that that person coming into my life that maybe didn't treat me that well was somebody I planned to come in to move me somewhere so I could get back on path. And you realize we all are playing roles in each other's lives. And on the other side, you're going to be kicking it and being like, thanks so much for being the villain in my story. (laughs) I appreciated it. I needed it, you know, and, and it doesn't in the grand scheme of things, it's, you know, I think it really kind of helps you to be able to zoom out and not be able to let go of things that maybe hurt your heart or that you struggle with. Um, and just also knowing like we're, our soul is energy. It's light. It's energy on the other side. This body is, is your vessel for this time period. Um, I found with myself, 
I started to kind of give a lot of gratitude towards this vessel in my body and realized I have not been too nice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like it's a it's it's quite an honor for a soul to be able to have this uh, um, incarnation on earth. It is very sought after. A lot of souls want to have an incarnation on earth because it is the the fastest way to learn lessons. Um, and I remember at one point kind of being like, whoa, I need to appreciate that I've been given this opportunity. I need to love this vessel that I've been given instead of constantly berating it. And, you know, like, and it, it, cause in the grand scheme of things, this vessel doesn't mean who I am. My soul inside is who I am. This is just how I get around. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really kind of started to help shift my mindset towards it. Not to mean like all of a sudden I was like, woo, I don't have any body images ever. No, Um, (laughs) I definitely still struggle with it, but it gives me that perspective to kind of step back and think like, no, I am blessed to have this vessel and I need to treat it more kindly um, because it is giving me this experience Mm -hmm. on earth for this time, right? It's housing my um, soul. Absolutely. Yeah, that's one thing that has this, all of this work and diving into the the soul world, if you will, like, that's one of the things that that's helped me with my body image, too. And what my next question was going to be was kind of on that note of like, people who are struggling with self-esteem or self-confidence or being really like mean to themselves like the the work I do with women it's a lot of it is centered around just showing your yeah body appreciation or being kinder to yourself or just being your own best friend and in this type of work that you guys do like what is something that is like would translate those two worlds right like our physical body or maybe us being really mean to ourselves and like how can us kind of connecting back in with our soul like help us through that, those journeys too. Yeah. I I found I've dealt a lot with this for myself. Um, You know, I, I've struggled with weight most of my life. I've definitely struggled with self-image. It'd be one of your main lessons. It'd be one of my main lessons. Yeah. And so I definitely feel like one of my main lessons is self-love, which it seems so simplistic when we say it, but it's probably one of the hardest things to fully love yourself completely. Um, and so for me, my journey with that has been a lot of self-reflection, um, a lot of going into meditation and understanding the root causes of where these things have started from. I've connected them back to, um, like my, my mom and my mom's mom, and you know, so having that ancestral generational kind of like trauma there that I'm like, okay. I'm like, so this is something that has been programmed generation after generation. I'm not going to sit there and blame my mom or my grandma. Like this is a, a generational programming that's happened. And, but I, you know, me at this point, um, being able to recognize that I'm able to stop, put a stop to, to that and kind of work on that. So, you know, I think there's many different layers, like Mandy was saying, um, with the healing process, like this whole connecting back to your soul, it completely opens up this whole healing process that we need to go through. Um, and there's different layers to that. So I've gone through where I've looked at past lives past lives that I've had, that there's been trauma there that could be affecting my self-worth in this lifetime. So definitely those connections, those, um, 
soul imprints that kind of happen in those past lives that carry forward to other lives. Cause it's still my soul, right? My soul lived those past lives. So if you don't heal them, if you're not able to heal them in that past life, then sometimes you'll bring them through in a different life yeah. in order to work on healing them in that life. So it's, so even though it maybe doesn't make sense in this life to be like, why do I feel this way? This doesn't make sense for what my life looks like right now. But then when you realize that there's, it's attached to a past life, it completely kind of like opens that up. So that's where I find for myself is that it's just been a lot of like healing, a lot of meditation, a lot of um, self-reflection. Um, and then just, you know, looking at past lives and trying to work through those to see where are some of these um, trauma points connected to so that I can kind of shift through it. Right. And then if I just want to add to that, like if you, um, if you're doing some of that energetic healing work, you can, through meditation, you might also end up doing things like soul retrieval. So if you are in meditation or you're reflecting and you're like, oh, this, this is rooted from this experience when I was five years old, you can go back and retrieve that part of your soul that's still existing in that moment and bring her back into this moment with you. So that's what we call soul retrieval. There's also this really powerful, um, healing that you can do, which is called cord cutting because a lot of times we'll connect cords like energetic cords to times in our in our life or people in our life um, that are still taking energy from us so if we're sitting there and we're really hating on ourselves for um you know eating whatever we're eating or an experience that we just experienced and it's it's connected back to like our inner child or something that happened in our past that's an energetic cord is still sucking that energy from you so doing cord cutting um can be really powerful as well and releasing yourself from that experience or from that moment. And you can do that on your own through just through meditation, or you can hire or work with an energy healer. That's something that we do in our healing sessions for people if we need to. Um, but those are, those are some of the energetic ways that you can heal. And then also inner child work that would be considered mm -hmm. inner child work. And it's also shadow work. So people talk in this um, community, talk a lot about doing shadow work. That's, a, that's a prime example of shadow work is yeah. looking at the dark places that you don't want to look at that you've been avoiding that really are causing um, the, the problems or the obstacles that you're experiencing in your day to day. So when you avoid looking at those things, um, you're just building the energy in your life and it's making it more difficult. But if you were to sit and work through that shadow, shine the light on that darkness, as difficult as it will be to do that and to experience those emotions that are going to be raw and come up for you is so important to be able to do that shadow work in order to release it so that you can move forward from it. Totally. Yeah. Cause I feel like we, we live in a day and age where we don't want to feel the pain or we don't want to feel the emotion. We suppress it or we ignore it or we distract ourselves. And like, I'm guilty of that too. I'm much more aware of that now, but I think we all have that tendency of like, we either want the pain to go away. We don't want to feel the pain or we feel shame for having the pain or whatever, like sucky emotion that's going on. Right. So that's been a huge thing for me too, is like, like you said, like sitting with it, asking like, okay, like what's actually going on deep down. And would you say that um, obviously like when we're, when we're letting those feelings fester and we don't, um, acknowledge them, is that also like lowering that frequency that we have like going on or? Totally. Yeah. So in that sense of being able to face these head on and working through them and releasing them, it's creating space within your being to allow more high vibration 
high vibrational energy to come in. So the because so if you kind of look at it as like you have all of these kind of traumas or shadows and they're just like clunking you down, um, there's no room to bring in anything higher vibrational because that's just like heavy and bringing you down. And so when you move through these, um, it's like a lightness, right? And I know all of us have felt that at yeah. some point when we've moved through something and we've done the crying and the ugly tears and, you know, all of those things, feeling sorry for ourselves, whatever it is that we need to do to move through it, we like come out and we feel Better. so much lighter. The weight like, is lifted off. It yeah. Totally. Or just like having a good cry. Like I know, you know, a lot of men probably look at that and be like, why do you girls cry? And I'm like, I have no idea why I'm crying, but I'm crying. <laughs> and then, right. And then afterwards you're like, oh, I feel right? so like rejuvenated, <laughs> rejuvenated. And it's because we're releasing that energy that is stuck within us, right? We're all made of energy. And so that's, what's kind of what you're doing is you're taking that block of energy and just releasing it out, mm-hmm. uh, however you need to release it. And so, um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And then it opens up to allow more high vibrational, beautiful things to come in right. to your, your energy. Yeah. And then spirit, like our spirit guides, we all have a spirit guide that is, or a few spirit guides that are helping us in this incarnation. So they are aware of what our lessons are. They're aware of the direction we're meant to go in and they're the ones that are guiding us. So our spirit guides, they, they just, they don't like just throw us into this lifetime. You'd be like, peace. See you later. Good luck. See you on the other fun. side. Have they, fun with your human amnesia. There's, yeah. <laughs> there are beings of light that are helping us in this lifetime. So when you come across, um, you know, obstacles that are put in your way, they're put in your way for a reason. Like nothing is a coincidence when an opportunity comes your way, it's coming your way for a reason. So when you want to learn how to connect to your soul, um, you really want to also like you're connecting with your spirit guides and these spirit guides exist at a higher frequency. They're high vibrational beings. So in order to connect with our intuition, with our soul, with our spirit guides, we need to be able to match their frequency. So the whole, the whole point of like healing and releasing those dense energies, like Allison was saying is so that we can vibrate at a higher frequency so that we can connect easier to our spirit guides and to our, like our souls and our higher selves and all the beings of light that are trying to, to support us in this lifetime. Oh, I love that. I was literally just going to ask about spirit guides. Um, so like, what are some, what are some things that are ways that they manifest in our lives or that they're kind of showing up or maybe just, yeah, like signs where we're like, Oh, that's nothing, but it's actually something. Yeah. Well, so for me, I really, it was really loud at the beginning when I first started on this journey, um, with seeing like, uh, number patterns. So spirit guides will show you number patterns all day long. So you'll like 10, 10, one, two, three, four, 11, 11, one, 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 like two twenty two. Like if every time you look at the clock and it's a triple or a whatever number and you're, yeah, you're like, oh, that happens so much. Yeah. That is your spirit guides just like saying, Hey, we're here, pay attention. Something's going on. And if you're just like, wow, it's like nonstop, they're getting louder and louder and louder. So other, and they want you to pay attention. They want you to listen. They, they're trying to guide you. They want you to know that they're there. Yeah. And so like I found, cause I do not, I'm kind of living the clouds. Um, and so what the first I do is just don't pay attention to things like that. And I remember, um, 
all of a sudden seeing the the number sequence 911 and it was constant like it was like I'd get, go to Timmy's and the bill would be 911 I would look at the clock in the morning 911 I look at the clock at night 911 something would ding on my phone and I would open it 911 I'm like holy <laughs> and so I remember like being like oh my god like what's going to happen because it was like dung dung right <laughs> and I like panicked and you know I I look back now and I realize like because I'm up in the clouds all the time and I'm not paying attention, they needed a very strong number to, cause like 11, 11, 10, 10 all those, those were, are all soft and fluffy angel numbers. And, and I'm just like, like, <laughs> like, boom, boom. I need something strong in my face. <laughs> and it definitely, definitely worked. And then once, once they caught my attention with that number, I started seeing all of them. And I remember going through a period that I just started screenshotting yeah, every time. And if I had like, if I had like a theme of like 11, 11, like, you know, that was outweighing all of those numbers, I would look up angel number 11, 11, what's the meaning um, to see what they're trying to say to me uh, to communicate. And even now, cause I don't, you know, I went through a period where I didn't really see them that often. And right now we've come back online where all of a sudden they are sending me one, one, one nonstop. And so whenever now I start to get things like that, I'm like, okay, spirit, what's up? <laughs> what are you trying to get my attention? Um, you know, the other, the other way is like through like talking with your guides through Oracle cards. Mm. That's a, that's a huge one. Um, I found when I got my first uh, set of Oracle cards, like I pulled a card and you know, I was getting a repeating card. It was ego. Yeah. Uh, no, envy, envy, envy. And I remember pulling this card envy and I was like, I don't like that word. Um, <laughs> I'm not envious. I'm not doing that. And so then the next day I went and I pulled, I was like, okay, next card. And I pulled a card and it was envy again. And I was like, what the hell? Like, this was my first Oracle card deck. And I'm like, this thing's broken. Um, <laughs> And I was like, that's a dirty word. I do not like it. And so I remember the third day and I shuffled that thing. Like you wouldn't even know. Like, I think I went into like five different piles. I just shuffled it so well. And I picked envy <laughs> again. again. And, you know, you look at that and as, as being, you know, if somebody that I know, like I was very much somebody and I still am where I kind of struggle with like being not cynical, but being like a realist where I'm like, really, does this really work? <laughs> um, and then I get shown something like that. And I'm like, there's no freaking way I could pull the same card every time, every time. And so I'm like, so I remember at that third time I was like, okay, I surrender. Um, there's a message here and I need to go within and do the, look, shadow, work. Do the shadow work. <laughs> it was something I did not want to look at. And I was like, okay, where do I have envy in my life? And I started to realize, yeah, I, I am envious. I do have envy and I have envy of other people. Well, why do I have that? And I was able to kind of peel it back to my own self-worth. Um, and you know, sure enough, the next day I go to pull a card and I did not pull envy <laughs> because I did the work, but it's things like that. Like that's your spirit guides. That was, that was a strong message. My guide was wanting to give me and was not letting me off the hook mm -hmm. until I received it. And so it's those things that just make you smile. Yeah. Right. That just kind of blow your mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's almost like that knock on the door. If you keep ignoring it, the knock is just going to get louder. Right. Totally. Oh my gosh. All the time. <laughs> um, so my last little point here that I'd love to give anyone listening is so if like once again if you're listening in and you have like you've never heard any of this stuff and you're kind of like whoa maybe you're curious or whatever it is what is a way that 
someone can just kind of dip their toes into this type of work or open up their mind a little bit more or just you know not overwhelm themselves but like what's just a simple way that someone can be like oh I'm kind of curious about this uh yeah well on our you can follow us on our Instagram page which is at soul.star.energy.collective and we talk a lot about um the sort of stuff obviously it's our business IG um we also offer an intuition 101 on demand workshop that you can just purchase for $55 Canadian. Like it's pretty accessible. Um, and it talks all about like soul family, soul contracts, earth school, you know, incarnations, past lives. It talks about, you know, um, energy and vibration and energetic hygiene. Like we talk about all of that sort of stuff and everything that we sort of like, when we were at that point, we were like, Whoa, what is this? And then we did the deep dive down the rabbit hole. It's like all the things that we learned in that process combined in this, in this one-on-one, um, on-demand course that we do. It's like the cold notes of all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the things. And then, um, and we give like resources and recommendations within that too. So some of the books that we read and, and then of course, like once you start opening up your, your awareness and your perspective to this world, there's so much more that you'll feel called to learn about. Um, and then when you get to the point of wanting to really learn how to connect to your own self, your own intuition, your own soul, um, you know, we've developed courses to do that as well. Uh, so that we can empower others to be able to do that. Cause when that decision or the opportunity comes down the road and you're like, I don't know, should I do that? Should I not do that? Like how, how empowering is it to be able to go within to find the answer for yourself instead of asking all your friends and all your family and getting different judgments and opinions based on their own programming. You know what yeah. I mean? And we also have um, our podcast that oh, yeah. we, <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> That we uh, created specifically for that to kind of like the, it kind of starts off at like the very beginning and it just kind of progresses. Um, It's got, it's kind of like a step level, like a staircase, like kind of like gets more and more in depth. Um, And so that's called behind the Emerald veil. Um, And so, yeah, we talk openly about our journey, all of this stuff. We We have a lot of laughs over there. Yeah. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It can get silly. (laughs) And that, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And I think what you said too, um, just around like tuning back in and like trusting yourself, trusting your inner voice. I think that's just like also a great first step for a lot of people, right? Because like you said, we, we turn to others, we ask for advice, we have a hard time trusting ourselves. And it's just like, you have all the answers within you. That's something that I've been stepping into more. And it's funny, I made a TikTok the other day, you guys might laugh, but I had this realization in the shower and I was like, do you ever feel like when you're asking someone for advice or you're talking to someone about something, you almost like hope that they're going to say something specific, like you want a specific answer. And like, that is the answer that you already have within you and that you want. So it just, I think it just goes to show that usually for the most part, like you, you can trust yourself to give yourself that kind of guidance. It's like seeking outside validation. We are all constantly seeking outside validation in many aspects of our life, whether that's work, whether that's uh, to do with your body, you know, being like somebody thinking you're beautiful. Like we're always trying to get outside validation. And I think it's learning to, to come back within and realize all the validation you need is held within yourself. And that is a healing journey on its own. It is a, that is a huge feat, but to understand why are we always seeking outside validation, right? 
absolutely oh i love that this was amazing thank you guys so much for coming on i'm gonna have your instagram and then i'll get your podcast in the details too so if you guys want to go um listen to their podcast highly recommend i'm probably gonna go listen to it today because i'm really um and yeah their instagram is amazing so thank you guys so much for for being on mandy and allison i appreciate you guys thank you thank you it was so much fun yes it's amazing um i think this just all ties into like getting back to nourishment getting back to self-kindness and just overall creating a life that empowers you and that you feel like is 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 your life right like you're not living by anyone else's means so stay nourished queens